Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Introvert Attraction Podcast. In our last episode, we completed our three-episode deep dive into the topic of rejection. We went through some pretty dark, heavy, deep stuff over the last couple episodes. So I hope that you have been kind to yourself this week or however long since you listened to those episodes. And I hope that you have used them as a tool for reflection and getting to know yourself better and connecting to your intuition. It's really easy to look back and beat yourself up for past mistakes, especially if you engaged in any of the common behaviors that we talked about last week when you are facing rejection or being broken up with. Please do not beat yourself up or judge yourself if you have ever tried to convince someone to stay with you or if you have ever stayed with someone for far too long, even though you knew that they were treating you poorly and you knew better, everyone has been through that. Everyone has stayed with someone for too long. Everyone has self-betrayed and self-sabotaged in order to be loved and accepted. And everyone has acted in ways that they are not proud of when they are faced with rejection or abandonment. And rather than being things to be embarrassed or ashamed about or to hide, Those are the things that can actually bring about the most growth and the greatest lessons and the greatest wisdom that you can carry with yourself moving forward if you can be brave enough to shine a light on those shadow aspects of yourself. And being willing to look at and face those parts of yourself makes you such a stronger person because you're no longer at internal war with yourself over knowing deep down that you don't trust yourself or that you don't trust your intuition or that you are embarrassed or ashamed of your past actions. Even if you ignore those and cover them up and pretend like they aren't there, deep down you know that they are. So facing the temporary discomfort of looking at your past, the ways that you've responded and ways that you aren't proud of, lays the foundation for you to heal and to become the best version of yourself moving forward. And that means an imperfect version of yourself. Being more committed to learning and growth and self-reflection and self-trust versus perfection and never making mistakes, never doing anything wrong, that's impossible. So I hope that you are viewing all of this through the lens of learning and growth and not expecting yourself to be, act, feel, do anything in a certain specific way. And there is no right or wrong to any of this. So we've had a couple of really deep dives the last few weeks. I want to give you guys a little bit of a mental break this week. But over this week, I was kind of just processing what we've been talking about and what I've been talking about with all of you and DMs on Instagram and with those of you who are coaching clients. And I realized that the bigger take-home message moving forward with all of this is that only you define your worth. Self-worth is exactly that. It has to come from yourself. And someone who is in strong self-worth with themselves knows that they are not going to appeal to everybody. They're not going to be liked by everybody. They're not going to be attracted to or have people attracted to them with everybody. If you've been through a time in your life where you really felt like you needed external validation, that probably was a time that you were in low self-worth. 
And what happens when you are in low self-worth is that you need to be liked by other people or approved by other people in order to feel good about yourself. And what happens is that whoever you are dating or liking at the time, you kind of just unconsciously mold yourself to be in the perception or in the mold of what they tell you they like, what you are guessing or hoping that they like, and you are inadvertently sacrificing parts of yourself in order to be loved. And if you do this often enough, if you start to unconsciously mold yourself or change yourself to fit into this mold or this chameleon state of being what you think this different person wants from you, If you do that enough times and you're shape-shifting enough times, over time, you start to lose sight of who you are. And people are attracted to other people who know who they are, who like who they are, and who are confident in showing up authentically as yourself, regardless of what anyone else thinks of you. And when you continually change parts of who you are in order to be accepted or to be loved, That often does come from childhood. So looking back at your childhood, if there were parts of you that were minimized or frowned on or told that was unacceptable or undesirable, often we move through adulthood rejecting those parts of ourselves. And if you lose your sense of self because you are constantly being a chameleon and shifting your identity and personality traits to meet this perception and this desire that you think this other person has, if you lose your sense of self, as a consequence of that, you are going to lose your ability to value yourself and your sense of self-worth. Because how can you value and find worthy what isn't there? If you don't have a strong sense of self, there's nothing to value. If you don't have a strong sense of self, there's no way to build self-worth. So don't beat yourself up if you have crumbled in the face of rejection before, because when you don't have a strong sense of self, when you don't value yourself, you are dependent on the opinions and the beliefs and the decisions of other people. So when someone rejects you or when you feel invalidated, it can feel completely devastating. And then without meaning to, you carry those wounds with you forward and you shift your efforts from investing internally into your intuition, into your authenticity, into owning who you are and valuing who you are and just showing up like that and letting people make their own decisions if they're attracted to you. That's the goal. A lot of us are not there naturally, so don't beat yourself up if you are someone who has really struggled with rejection because if you have been a social chameleon and put your worth and value in someone else's hands, instead of investing your energy into yourself, you end up investing all of your energy into trying to control this other person. Maybe this week isn't going to be so fun. (laughs) I just felt like turning on and talking today. So I apologize for that. Let's see where this goes. (laughs) So if you're showing up in dating and relationships, needing external validation, not really knowing who you are and not wanting to need anything, that's huge. So many people, introverts especially, do not want to need anything. They don't want to be a burden. They don't want to be looked at as needy, perceived as needy. And when you are dependent on external validation, It means that you are at the mercy of other people's perceptions of you, which is completely outside of your control. 
And when you are naturally being a chameleon, you are not being true to yourself. You are molding yourself into what you think that they want and what you think that they want to see, which means that you are trying to be someone you're not in order to be accepted and loved. But really, what you're trying to do is to get this person to like you, get this person to accept you, to want to be with you, because you need them in order to feel worthy. So again, instead of investing your energy into yourself and just showing up authentically as yourself and allowing them to decide, what you end up doing is making yourself invisible, trying to cram yourself into the mold of what you think they want. You become an empty shell of a person, which, no offense, not attractive. I'm sure you've probably dated people who are really dependent on external validation. What is there to be attracted to if there's no person there with their own personality and uniqueness and authenticity and the things that make them who they are? That needs to be there for you to be attracted to someone. That needs to be there for someone to be attracted to you. If that's not there, if you're not investing that energy into being an authentic expression of yourself, you are investing that energy into trying to micromanage their perception, into trying to control their behaviors, into trying to control their decisions. If you pretend to be someone you're not in order to make someone like you, that is manipulation. Any action that you take to try to get a certain result is subtly manipulating them, even if your intentions are good. But ultimately, what you're actually doing is investing your energy in sources that disempower you. Because no matter how much you try to be good enough for someone, no matter how many needs you suppress, no matter how much external validation that you get, deep down, we all know that you can't control what other people want, if they're attracted to you, if they want to be with you. So when that rejection inevitably comes, it is all the more devastating because deep down you've known the whole time that it's coming. And we fear the things that we feel powerless around. We fear the things that we can't control. So not only are you giving your power away, but you also are creating the very fear that you actually are trying to avoid, but you end up going against that without realizing it. And you end up making yourself much more afraid of rejection by investing your energy into things you can't control, which is trying to control people's beliefs, their perceptions, and their decisions. So to move back to the lighter side of this that I intended, (laughs) the alternative, the healthier alternative, the more constructive alternative is to assess where you are investing your energy, assess where you are investing your effort, your intentions. And if you notice that you are needing external validation, if you notice that you are suppressing your uniqueness or that you're trying to act or be a certain way in order to be accepted or validated or approved of or to feel worthy of yourself, if you're noticing that, Start to notice where those power targets are draining your energy and your life force and your confidence in yourself. Start to make some withdrawals from those sources and invest that back in yourself because you absolutely have control over yourself. 
And the more that you invest your energy into yourself, into things that you can control, like your authentic self-expression, into trusting your intuition, into showing up unapologetically, regardless of who the heck wants you, cares about you, and just trusting that you're never going to lose that return on investment if you put that energy into yourself. And as a byproduct of that, you radiate confidence, you radiate self-assuredness, and those things are incredibly attractive. But that has to be the result of you investing that energy into yourself. If you invest energy into yourself, but you're still doing it for that gain and that expectation and that hope that other people will respond a certain way, that doesn't count. That's still indirectly investing your energy into how other people respond or feel about you. So you have to be very careful in looking at your intentions behind the reasons why you do things. You can't just try to control your external surface level behaviors without looking at the deeper intention and the reasons why that you're doing it. And once you have invested that energy into yourself and showing up authentically and not really caring how other people respond to you because you trust that the right people are going to find their way to you, not only are you empowering yourself, but you are empowering them to make their own decisions. You are no longer trying to micromanage their perceptions of you. You are no longer trying to convince them of reasons they should be with you. You're allowing them to choose based on whether they're attracted to you. And your self-worth is no longer tied up in how they respond, which makes you much more resilient in the face of rejection. And you gain so much credibility and trust in yourself if you stay true to yourself, even if a person who you're attracted to doesn't feel the same way. If you stay true to yourself and you don't betray yourself or suppress your needs or pretend to be someone you're not, even in the face of temptation and even in the face of continuing patterns maybe that you've had before, that massively increases your return on investment with that energy that you have put into your own authenticity and integrity and valuing yourself. So as you're out there dating, take a look at when you find someone you're attracted to, pay attention. Where is my energy going right now? Am I trying to impress this person? Am I trying to pretend to be confident? Am I trying to portray myself a certain way? If you're doing that, you are trying to indirectly micromanage that other person's perception, beliefs, and decisions about you. Instead, empower yourself. Show up as yourself. Do not care if they respond a certain way. If they're the right person for you, they will. If they're the wrong person for you, they won't. You're empowering themselves to make that decision for themselves, and you're empowering yourself to show up as yourself without being dependent on what other people think of you. And no one can take that away from you. And then when you're less afraid of rejection and invalidation and feeling unworthy, life becomes so much more exciting because you're no longer out there facing tons of threats and fears of rejection and people turning you down because you trust yourself to handle it. So life becomes a lot more exciting because you view things as opportunities and synchronicities and potential for serendipities and for things that you never expected to happen. Because you're not holed up inside yourself, holding up a shield, protecting yourself from the world because you're terrified of what other people can do to you just by their opinions and beliefs and perceptions of you and decisions. 
So as we wrap up this mini series on rejection, ultimately it comes down to where you're investing your energy and investing that energy and showing up as yourself, allowing other people to decide for themselves whether they want to pursue you or not, or whether they want to be with you or not, and not attaching to that outcome, not attaching your happiness to that outcome, and definitely not attaching your self-worth to that outcome. And this will always be a work in progress. The goal is not to be perfect at it or to be at any destination, but to just simply be on the path, slowly moving forward, sometimes losing ground and moving backward, and just enjoying the ride without judging it. And I hope that these episodes have helped you to see a path forward for yourself with that, even if you're not quite ready to tackle some of the deep, heavy things that we talked about. Being aware of it is a massive first step. So give yourself credit for listening to all these dark, heavy episodes, even this one, which unexpectedly turned that way. And be proud of yourself because I'm really proud of you too. I don't know what next week's episode is going to be. We will see. If you have any topics that you are dying to hear us talk about or explore, or if you've been facing any specific challenges that you would like for us to discuss on an upcoming episode, I would love to hear from you. You can connect with me on Instagram. We are at Introvert Attraction. I love you guys so much. You all inspire me so much. And I hope that us being in this together also gives inspiration and a sense of peace and accomplishment to you. Wherever you are today, just keep going. I believe in you. I can't wait to see you next week. Be strong no matter what this next week brings. And I will see you next time. Bye.